Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareko. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are honored, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Danny and welcome everybody to 2019 and the secret power of you with Cherry Christine. We are so happy to welcome back host Cherry Christine with her seasonal show The Secret Power of You. Cherry Christine is an international known intuitive life coach, psychic medium speaker, author, and now you can purchase her book, The Secret Power of You. You can find it on Amazon on her website and just Google The Secret Power of You by Cherry Christine and you're sure to find it. So every time Cherry Christine comes here, we talk about a topic of relevance. Many times this topic is tied to one of her many um, guided programs or um, group training programs that she holds. And for that, also go to her website to find more information. So on this, at this time, we're going to talk about clearing the madness of uncertainty. So when I read this topic, I'm thinking about two words, madness and uncertainty. And I don't know you, but whenever I personally am on a time of uncertainty, of doubt, when things are not really clear, well, I get myself a little mad, mad because I want to know, I want things to resolve quickly enough. But Lately, I've been learning from people like Terry Christine on there is a gift in being uncertain. Because oh, that's pretty much when you are on uncertain territory. It's because something is about to happen. So that time for things to come I can choose to leave them angry, anxious, uh, overwhelmed, or with fun and excitement and happiness and just 
and trusting that everything will be the way it should be. So let's bring Terry Christine so she can tell us her um, take on that topic of the day, clearing the madness of uncertainty. Terry, thank you for being on CVU. Welcome back. Hey, thank you, Claudia. I'm so grateful and honored to be here. Like always, we have a super-duper time. We, our topics are really powerful and deep in some incidences. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, clarity. What is really clarity? What is, what is it that we feel like we can't see or can't have or struggling within that space? And I tell everyone, as I do teach intuitive development, that the answers are all right in front of you. It's what we're interpreting what's in front of us or what we say we can't see. Um, and where are your thoughts? What are you thinking right before the things that you are wanting and desiring? And when you're clearly trusting and knowing that those answers are there, they may come to you in the form of, and I hate to say, in the form of maybe a job cut or in the form of, of something breaking, because uh, if we're living in the space of my life is broken or my heart is broken after a relationship, then something is going to break. And I'm sorry to say that. And that's why it's really important for us to keep our thoughts in check. What are you thinking? How are you thinking it? I could tell you some amazing stories. But I'm not so good for myself that I've stepped into it. I decided that I didn't want to do it or maybe I felt like I made a quote-unquote mistake and I was asking to get out of it and I got out of it, but not in the way that I would have hoped for. <laughs> and um, so in the case of you listeners, you know, what are you truly thinking? Because that's the beginning of being a master manifester. Your thoughts, what are you thinking? How are you thinking it? And then when the answers are right in front of you, what are those answers being presented? How are those answers being presented? And so as I explained, they sometimes can come in a form of something that does really feel so good. But then it's a true opportunity to clear a limiting belief that you might currently have or uh, a learning lesson, or setting boundaries. Um, I mean, I could go on and on and on, but your answers are truly right in front of you. The clarity is within the process of thinking. Oh, my God, did I just say that? (laughs) I usually tell people to go to your mind, or excuse me, go to your body where the truth lies, and then if we spend too much time in our head, that's where we get, you know, uh, confused or, you know, some of us like jacked up, we get stuck. So if you're thinking a thought, it's the process, the next step of feeling that thought, the process is the next step of taking guided action at the beginning of thinking that thought. Our thoughts are very powerful. We're infinite beings. Even though you look in the mirror, you think that you're a separate being because you're in this nutshell, which I call the human form. And then we think that, oh, I'm alone in this space. I'm alone in my thoughts. I have to figure this out. These are people that may be disconnected from source. If you're using I think, maybe might. All right, I hope you are listening. Those are a true disconnect 
from source. So if you are one of those that do say, I think you're right, maybe, yeah, maybe that is true, okay, I'm feeling it. You're not trusting your inner feelings, that inner yes, yes, yes. So as I started with the beginning of this show saying, you know, the answers are all right in front of you, in the thoughts, in the process, what you're saying. I would truly wish and love that everything that we do is a thought, poof, instantly happens. Well, that can be a little boring for some of us. I think it will be a little boring for me. I happen to like the duality, the, the uncertainty. I look at it as an adventure that it gives me an opportunity to expand and grow and feel as if I can create something uh, as I'm going into something that is hidden, meaning a project, not knowing the end result. And sometimes, yes, as I feel like you feel, it can be frustrating. But also know that if you truly trust and truly know that whatever it is is going to be magnified to us in whatever state, whatever time, whatever end result, and letting go of what we think we didn't get, couldn't have, shouldn't have, and knowing that what it is that we're creating is the the beginning of a thought process. So if you're saying, I don't like my job, I don't really like the people that I'm around, I don't like how far I drive, well, what I'm actually doing, I actually hate it. And so the clarity within that is really what you're saying is, I don't want this. So don't be surprised if you get laid off or your hours are cut or the company closes because in that energy, that thought, it's like when you move your arm, that's movement. Move your leg, that's movement. Move your lips, speak, that's all movement. It's all energy moving. A thought is the same process, energy moving. And so if you're wanting to move forward, thinking as you are moving forward, letting go of the end result, don't let it become or obsessiveness. Think about the thought in the morning while you're in the shower. Maybe think it again at lunch. And then maybe right before you go to bed. And allow that energy to magnetize to you. But if you start thinking about it day in and day out and day in and day out, then it becomes lack. And what you get is lack. Because you're focusing on what you don't have, which only creates more of what you don't have. Does that all make sense? It's really perfectly <laughs> in alignment of this topic. <laughs> Does that make sense, Claudia, for you? That is, yeah, you know, the, the other day I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was complaining about, about this and that and that, and Every time I would say to her, but that's the way you are thinking, she she would reply, yes, I know, but I'm trying to change, and it's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. I know those are the thoughts I have to change, but it really is not easy. And she kept saying and saying all of those affirmation, negative affirmation about her life and how things would not go the way she wanted. And... I'm sure I was hearing her to mirror myself because you know how it's easier when you hear someone else doing it than to really see it on yourself. But that's what we do is that we convince ourselves that it has to be 
that is not easy, that is difficult, that you kept falling um, and stepping on the same stone. So what do you suggest we can do? Yeah, that's, you know, I have many people that come to me. The first thing that is like bing, 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 you know, the light going off is your friend saying it's not easy. So she's already setting herself up that life is hard and that her Mm -hmm. answers are hard and that for her to shift her mind is hard. And so then it becomes such a hard obstacle. Nobody wants to work so hard to get what they want. So the first thing is life is easy. Just simply saying it is easy. I have clarity. It's just saying that to start the energy toward that. Now, there can be a mountain of turmoil or a mountain of chaos within you and around you from your personal life to your career and everything else. And it doesn't have to all be addressed all at the same time. Because I remember when I was in my a career as um, in the corporate world many, many years ago, and what I found, me personally, is that when I had a tremendous amount of deadlines, projects unfinished, all hitting me at the same time, I became very overwhelmed. And then I ended up slowing down instead of being able to see the clarity and being able to get through. I felt that the overwhelm had my mind in chaos and I couldn't figure out the first thing to do because everything was hitting me all at once. So I tell everyone, look at it as like a pile of different things, like little tags or little, little tickets. Put the little, all the tickets in one pile and pull one out. You don't have to do everything at the same time. Yes, I understand deadlines. I lived in that world many, many, many years. And, you know, most deadlines don't all happen on the same day at the same time. And so you can pick one thing that you feel is the most pressing. And that's in your personal life, too. So if it's career and your um, personal life, your relationship, So we live in the relationship, maybe focus on the relationship for a month and then put that aside and focus on the career. That way it doesn't become an overwhelming mountain and all you want to do is sit and cry. You're not been there in that space. So that way it becomes like baby steps, focusing on one and dealing with that and then taking the next baby step. So first off, the number one thing, we're going to recap this, is change the mindset is that everything is not so hard. It is easy. And then allowing yourself to chisel it away in baby steps. And I've been able to overcome tremendous obstacles in my own personal life along with you. And if you allow yourself to just take the baby step into the strongest thing that you desire, so right now, if we let go of the emotion and focus on the feeling, this is going to be a really great show. So I hope everyone is listening or at least writing some of these things down. I'm biohacking your life. <laughs> so focus on the feeling. And where is it in your body? And when was the last time you felt that? And what type of emotion is that? And who did you have it with you? Oh, my gosh, I remember that. That was when I was, you know, eight years old and dad left mom and I felt so overwhelmed. I was in fear for mom because we had two and three brothers and sisters. And then allow yourself to forgive in that space. 
and let go of that feeling of feeling overwhelmed or feeling that you've been abandoned or hurt. Go into that space to let go and clear that space right here so that you know that everything is not becoming overwhelming for you. It's simply a matter of just letting go. Now, I know, Claudia, if we go back to your friend saying it's so hard, how can I do this? How can I leave and let go? And everyone tells me, how can I let go? Well, I just sort of walk you through a mini process of going into the feeling, how old were you, who were you with, what happened, and then letting that space go, meaning you can reclaim your power, knowing it doesn't serve you anymore knowing that you can send it back where it came from and being so grateful to be able to get to the point of thinking it, right? And knowing that that was the moment that you were triggered into feeling abandoned or lost. I had a client yesterday. I can share just this brief little moment. She was doing a mantra that I asked her to be more mindful so that she can see that her life is shifting, maybe subtly or profoundly. And she was able to see that she was using the word, I think, maybe, might, all the time. So I said her homework was to be mindful of saying that and eliminating it within her vocabulary. So what she then did was when she saw it, she would stop, replay the sentence out loud or in her head, but then she went from a state of being happy that she heard it, but then sad that she what keeps doing it or sad that she couldn't get out of it because she keeps doing it. And I said, flip the switch, the clarity of, you're taking this opportunity to see it in a profound way and that you are stopping in mid-sentence or mid-thought and rewinding and then replacing it with, I do know, I do see, I do have. The clarity in itself is like, ding, 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 a light going off. And knowing that you can, without a doubt, shift out of the negative thoughts, shift out of the negative words, it just takes practice. I had 12 years of practice here of being an internationally known intuitive life coach and a psychic medium, but I've been practicing and I still practice. It's a lifestyle. And once it becomes a lifestyle, think about it, everyone, that when you're at it, let's say you have a career as an accountant. That's your lifestyle. You're into numbers. You like to, you know, crunch them and get them to balance and feel that you can be in service to others. The same thing with your thoughts and your actions. It's a lifestyle. So if you're finding you're being triggered by a partner or a coworker, go back and reflect within yourself, not about what someone did to you. Reflecting into yourself, when did I feel that last? Who was I with? How old was I? And what emotion did I have? And then saying, that no longer serves me. You know, I, um, I, just, I, I do these shows, and I have flashes in my head, and thoughts just come out, and this is the superpowers that I have. And I was, um, when I go into the space of having people understand the limiting belief within their subconscious that they're being triggered with, I tell them it's similar to like buying a house. So when you're a child and you have patterns of parents around you, father that goes to work, comes home, leaves the newspaper, goes to bed, and then he's been doing that all his life and you see it, 
there's no coincidence that you take on some of those patterns because that's all you ever know growing up. However, just like buying a house, you buy a limiting belief within yourself as a child with no experience in your mind, and you choose to create that limiting belief based on the experience around you. Now, here's the caveat. As you're growing up, that limiting belief is no longer serving you. It may have protected your emotions between mom and dad. It may have, it may have allowed you to feel more safe within yourself with any interaction with your caregiver. However, you're a grown person now. You've experienced so much more. And then when you're triggered from the subconscious, then you feel like someone did something to you, or why could they say that, or how could that happen, or how could I have manifested that? When it's simply an opportunity to heal from the past and allow yourself to let go, and you no longer, the house that you bought, okay, so you see that, that connection, that, that point I'm talking about, when you buy a house, you buy it because it's perfect, where you live, the size you need, it feels like home, and you grow with it. And over time, the house may be too small, too big, not where you want it to be. It no longer serves you. You have to sell the house to move on. A limiting belief is very much the same way. You own it. It's in your subconscious. You grow up. You no longer need to protect yourself from a parent that it may be uh, not paying attention to you or that may not be providing the emotional support that your little soul is craving for. You need to sell out of that limiting belief and let it go. You see the similarities there? And, and you know, Terry, I think we are trying to get some colors so you can show us how is it that you work with, with those limiting beliefs. Because just like we were talking before, Sometimes we think our, our, we are not clear in what those limiting beliefs are or where they started. So what, how, what do you think if we start with our first color of the day? Yes. Perfect. So let's go to Las Vegas and let's bring Michael to the show. Hello, ladies. Hi, Michael. Hey, Michael. How can I help you, dear? Yes, well, I'm uh, new to Las Vegas, and um, I, to be honest with you, it's been difficult uh, finding the, the, the position, uh, sales position and or restaurant position um, that, you know, again, my level and that I deserve. And I'm just trying to figure out, you know, I'm bouncing in my head going, geez, do I, you know, I wouldn't move back to California, but I wouldn't move back to Scottsdale, uh, and so forth. Um, I wouldn't move back to the Midwest, but I'm just kind of like over the past six months, just something, it felt like a good move internally and all my moves that I've made, I sit in and see how it feels rather than be in my headspace about it. Um, but this one felt great, but I'm not getting the return that I thought I would uh, initially. Okay. So your question is more wrapped around the career and why is it that I can't find it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yes. Okay. Um, that's a really, really good question. I have many people coming at me with that. The thing is that when you're looking for a specific job title or specific job promotion or whatever it is, 
um, and then a certain amount of money and a certain amount of place and the job that you want and the place you want. Think about that as you're becoming that funnel now. Well, I, I want this. I have to have this. And then it gets down to a little pinhole and you're funneling all your energy and thoughts down to all this one little certain way. And so now it becomes more of a uh, less and less of the broader thing that you want in the end. So what I tell people is that you don't know what's on the other end when you're looking for a job that, and here's an example. So you talked about restaurant and you talked about um, food. So it's either a chef or management or something like that, correct? Yeah, just like a server, um, you know, which okay. I've been in, you know, it's easy to take, get a job when you're moving around like as much as I am, um, but ultimately I have a, a sales background. Okay. So, all right. And so what you, when you're looking for a job, you have to look at what sticks out from your eyes. The thing is that, and, and, and so you can, so let me step back. So when I look at letters, sometimes a letter will stick out, and then I blink, and I'm like, it's not there anymore. And people are like, oh, that must be in my mind, or oh, that that just stuck out, or oh, it looked like a different color, and oh, I'm just tired. When the reality is you're not. You actually are seeing some energy and the truth of something that is presenting itself. Then another, when you're looking at jobs online, you have to be open to say, all right, I'm looking for a server in this part of town. It's the west part of town. But then something opens up in central. So you look at it, but then don't apply for it because it's not in the area you want. However, what you don't see is that that restaurant may be owned by other restaurants that you don't know. And when you applied for it and you came in, and within days you might find out that there's another restaurant on the west part of town that you want and they say, hey, did you know we have this other restaurant? We have availability there. What we're doing is focusing on exactly what we want in writing. When you don't, what you don't know, there are hidden opportunities within job postings and offerings out, out there in the world. And, and another good example, let's say you're looking for director of sales, and then you see things that are like sales associates. If you would apply, they say, you're a perfect fit. We love you. Here's what we offer. It's an associate. Okay, you join it. And within two months, the director of sales decides they want to quit because they're having a baby or they're moving or they're – and then you get the position that you want. So it's really about opening up more broader, doing a little bit more trusting within. If that restaurant feels really good, then just go in and figure out, you know, oh, can I just go to the restaurant, walk around, or the company, go to their website, look at it, how does it feel? So it's biohacking, moving into the feeling. Is that making sense, Michael? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So when you are trusting that, you have to know that those doors are opening up. You become part of the collective consciousness in your thoughts. But what happens in this case is you're starting to get worried about the time, what's in your bank account, you know, do I have to move again, did I make the right decision? And look at those thoughts as little buttons that say, stop, stop, stop. So 
enjoy what you have, the decisions that you made, look at things a little bit differently. Now when you start looking online at those resumes and walking into the restaurant, I have a feeling you're going to start feeling a little bit differently and feeling like, hmm, I think I might really like this place, and then go from there. Does that work? Yeah, it makes perfect sense, and it's interesting that you mentioned that um, just in the sense of, you know, I've been so narrow in my search. Uh, a buddy of mine who lives in uh, Colorado uh, was doing uh, part-time high-end art sales, and he, he messaged, me, uh, messaged me yesterday saying, you know, there's an a open position in Vegas, and of course, I never thought about high-end art, uh, that type of thing, and he's just like, this is what they make, and I was like, oh, and so I, of course, I sent my resume uh, through one of the online sites, and then um, his director is going to let Vegas office know to look for my resume, so, I mean, again, I wouldn't have thought in a million years that I would even apply to a position like that. That's amazing. You know, I just uh, was a speaker at a, a woman's event in uh, Virginia, and there was a woman on stage speaking with me, and you, she had the same thing happen. She was in mortgages, and she was making six figures, beautiful mansion. She was doing so well, and all of a sudden, the crash, and then yep. she lost her house. She lost her car. She lost, I mean, we're talking her BMW, her Mercedes, her mansion. She had three kids, and she needs to get them in college. She's like, what am I going to do? So you know what she did? She went into Macy's. She said, I want a job in retail. They hired her as an associate. Now, this is a true story, my friend. Hired her as an associate. She quadrupled their high-end luxury sales and dresses and whatever. And all of a sudden, Macy's associate happened to be from corporate, came in and saw that. She now is a buyer in the luxury for Macy's. She makes millions, and she lives in New York now. She never, ever, ever, ever saw her life going from financing to high-end luxury sales and loving what she wears and does. You see? It's that simple. Yeah. No, and and it's interesting because I'd been in the mortgage industry two years and then at the crash, I had $800 million in two loans going, so kind of the same thing, and it all fell apart. And here I was expecting a uh, you know, commission of about 5 to $6 million, and it all disappeared overnight. Yeah. So I want you to know that your destiny is if you just leave it open and for you applying for high-end art, watch the magic happen and trust it. And and if you find that you're starting to get irritated or something, then what is the irritation? Focus on the feeling, not what is happening from the sales or artwork or whatever. And then allow yourself to feel from that in the feeling of that irritation. How old were you? What happened? Who were you with? And forgiving and letting it go. Makes perfect sense. There you go. I see you as a high-end art dealer. (laughs) (laughs) Rock the world, my friend. You can do it. Sales is a a magical thing, and not a lot of people do it. So you got it. You can do anything. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Michael. Good luck. Thank you both.
Wow. Yeah, Ooh, it is awesome. How, yeah, how things happen and sometimes, yeah, it, you know, it's fun when you when you change the way you think and, and, st- and instead of living life like, okay, this is life, I have to do this, 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 you start looking at your own life like, oh, let's see what happens if I do this. Let's see what happens if I this and and like an experiment on yourself where you are the ingredient that you put in different recipes and see how that cake changes if I put here myself. So nice, thank you, Michael. So what about we go to Arizona now? Nice, I'm ready. And let's and let's bring (laughs) (laughs) and let's bring Sheila to the show. Hello, ladies. Hi, Sheila. Ooh, I love your Hello. voice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what can I help you with, darling? Um, you know, I've been trying to figure out how to word this the whole time. <laughs> mm, uh, we have some emotion way. there going on. Oh, definitely. I've been going through a lot of, um, I guess, dark nights of the soul recently, yeah. um, a lot of purging, and... <clears throat> You know, when it comes down to it, for, for me, I seem to struggle maybe with self-worth and um, vulnerability seems to be a really um, couple of big ones. Um, one thing that I'm really trying to do now, you know, through this awakening of the past couple of years, I've, I've become an energy healer. I've realized, you know, the things I always thought was my imagination, you know, that's not <laughs> my imagination. Um, I grew up in a family that was really like no nonsense like that, you know, like spirituality and stuff. It's nonsense. So I'm trying to, I have no problem sharing that kind of thing with people. You know, I don't mind. I love doing energy healing, but once it comes to making money with it, I like lose all motivation, lose all anything. I just don't want to have anything to do with it, but you know, I I need money. (laughs) Mhm. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, that's right now. Currently, that's necessary. So, mm-hmm. you know. So I definitely feel like there's some blocks there. Oh yeah, I'm feeling you. I'm getting tingly and cold. I almost cried while you were talking at the very beginning. I felt you as soon as you spoke one word. I'm like, ooh, she's got a lot of emotion. So, <laughs> I'm so sorry, darling, that you're feeling that way. And the lost and the confusion and the state of mind of thinking, you know, I really want to do this and I can't. However, you can. There's a couple of things. As I was developing where I am today, I remember the key moments of transitioning from certain things about lack and money, because money was a big thing in my family. I had teenage parents. My mom was 18, had three kids, and we were not triplets. You can imagine wow. how often our electricity was cut off, how I was wearing my sister's shoes, and she's two years younger than me, and <laughs> I mean, crazy stuff. And right, absolutely. Yeah, but start with your relationship with money. Where is your threshold of what's expensive and what's not expensive? And a good example is, and, and this is really easy, so if you're willing to buy an online program, what do you think is, and, and it's valuable, so don't go into, well, but it depends. No, 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 delete that. So right. <laughs> where's your threshold of saying, uh-huh, of I know this program is awesome, I know that I need it, and I want to buy it? 
So would five hundred be too expensive? Would a thousand be expensive? Would would five twenty thousand be expensive? So when you see your threshold and feel the threshold, okay? So one of those numbers you probably went, ooh, in your stomach. So <laughs> that that's right. That's right. That's your threshold and that's what's keeping you. So if you feel that someone with your knowledge, someone with your expertise, and the amazing person that you are, because you very you are very good, I'm feeling that and I'm being told. That you're Thank saying you. to yourself, well, I've never really had a paying client. Or if I did, I was charging them only $25 a session. I, it's the value of what you feel that you're giving versus your threshold, okay? So that if you are truly magnificent, which I know you are, and you provide the answers that people are seeking, which I know you do, and take it one step at a time. And you're going to hear me with this clarity about baby steps. Because if you don't, then just like what you're feeling, very overwhelmed, very emotional, very lost, very stuck, because all of it feels very overwhelming to you. I need to do this quickly. I need to make money. I want to be happy. And I can't see out of the box. Right? Okay. So go to the threshold. No, that's not holding you. Nothing is expensive. It's what we think that we have in our bank account that's keeping us from getting what we truly desire. The bank account is not the end-all, be-all, my friends. It's not. It's what you don't see, don't hear, and don't know, meaning that you don't trust. That is the end result. So, baby steps. You know, do you have a landing page? You don't need a full-blown website anymore. Do you um, do a little social media? Are you practicing on a regular basis? Are you on a psychic website? Because you can practice nonstop based on your own hours and still make money. There's just so many things that I did that to allow myself to continue to practice because we only have so many friends and so many families that we can practice on, right? Right. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So go to a psychic website. Become an advisor. I spent five years on a psychic website. I had such a strong following that people called me their friend. They came to me weekly and would spend hours at three ninety nine a minute. And I had so much fun doing it. And it was all practicing because I trusted what I did. I trusted that I was in service and people loved me for that. I became their friend. But I also know that I was their advisor. So I created a menagerie of people coming into my uh, website. Well, I was on um, Orena. I don't know if you've heard it, but they have, you know, a free part and then a paid per minute part. And then if you resonate or they resonate with you, then they take you the per minute. Um, And then I would encourage people to be friends while they were in my free chat room. As long as they didn't overtake my chat room, I always told them, make friends, have fun, because that's what life's all about. So where is the fun, Sheila? The fun is the (laughs) answer. Well, and that's what you're telling yourself, and why do you think you're not getting what you want? Right, absolutely. So the fun is there. The fun is in the walls around you. The fun is the sun on your skin. The sun is listening to a bird chirp. 
The fun is going to take a walk and being able to hear things past what you think you hear right in front of your eyes. So close your eyes as you walk for a couple of minutes. Walk down the sidewalk and close your eyes. Start allowing yourself to hear beyond what you're seeing in front of your face. Practice that and move into that energy. So I gave you a whole bunch of opportunities that you could step into, meaning uh, a landing page, being more social media, could do some lives, then um, go check out many psychic websites and become an advisor just to continue to play. You can play, practice, and make money doing it. And as you're doing it, you're getting exposure. And as you're trusting it and knowing it, all of a sudden people start coming to you. And then you find a wellness center that's willing to hire you as an intuitive hands-on healer. How does all that sound? Amazing. <laughs> that's right. I never even thought of most of the things you listed. So that's Thank you for that. <laughs> You're so welcome because I just gave you my whole business plan. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I did it. And you can do it too. I encourage people to, if you want to be like me, go ahead. Do some of the things that I did because it's successful. Just do it. Stop worrying about I can't do it. Stop worrying about, oh, my God, am I good enough? You are good enough. Everyone is good enough. You have to step into the opportunities, and there were many that I just listed, and you can create them beyond a doubt. There are wellness centers that are being built as we speak. There are salt caves that have that are turning into uh, complete um, wellness centers. I happen to be doing a little bit of work out of one, and I'm building it profoundly. People are coming from all over the world because I know what I do in a profound way and I'm in service. So you can do the same thing. You can do the same thing. So go back, think of your threshold, work on clearing that, and then move into all those opportunities that I just told you about. Absolutely. I'm ready. (laughs) <laughs> Good. So, you know what? Give me a second right here, right now. Let me clear some of that money. Whoa. I heard money. Whoa. Like, whoa when you get it, <laughs> whoa when you don't, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> money, whoa. So, everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from feeling, I can't have it. I can't do it. It's lost. It's gone. It's under a rock. I can't find it. I need to kiss a lot of toes to find it. Delete, 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 delete across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from knowing money is just abundance. Money is just energy. Money flows here and there and everywhere. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from feeling free. Free of lack, right? Free of lack, free of thought burden, free of doubt that burden, free of burden in general. Do you have shoulders? Uh, lower neck, shoulder issues? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's burden. That's what I started feeling as soon as I said burden. And I feel very emotional. You cry a lot. I feel like um, there's, my nose is getting stuffed up, and I feel pressured down. There is no burden, sweetheart. It's, burden is a perception. The only emotion that is real is love. Anchor into the love that you are, and I'm feeling it, and you have it. Do you have a small child? 
Yes, I do. Okay. The feeling that you feel for your small child, feel for yourself. Watch the magic shift when you anchor into that same feeling of the love you give to your baby. Give to yourself. It's going to feel so great. When you're in the shower, you're going to not want to stop touching yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. It's flipping the switch, babe, and you can do it. Check out those psychic websites. Go have fun with it. Play with these people. They want you. Okay? Absolutely. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much. You're welcome. I love you. Make some magic happen and reach out and let me know. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So much love to you and you too, Claudia. Thank you, Sheila. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, so that was awesome. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) So, and you know, Terry, I, I feel so much like, like the two followers that we have had so far is like, it's so easy to do it, but yet we just want someone else to show us how to do it and to do it for us. Or we convince ourselves that the answer is not in our reach. And then when you listen to shows like yours, Cherry, it comes to, it's in you. It's, you can do it. And it's just, it's just, you, you just have to say yes to yourself. Right. And Claudia and the listeners, everything is an answer. So something as simple, look at this, listen to this. Both of those callers were asking before they got on this show, saying, help me see, help me feel, I need clarity. It was so perfect for both of them. They manifested the opportunity to be a caller and get their answers and to open up. So just like Sheila, this is a perfect thing, perfect thing. Um, What you just said, Claudia, is that people are asking for more clarity for people to show them or even just tell them or confirm. And both of them got confirmations. Both of them are like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. You're manifesting through your thoughts. They both took guided action, and they got answers or at least more clarity to help them, give them help, pull them up. So for Sheila... She was living in such emotion. I could feel it. And to allow her, you see she was laughing and giggling. It gave her hope. It raised her up just a little, even if it's just like, oh, my God, I can do these things. Oh, my God, I'm going to go look. And now she's already moving forward. She pulled herself out just by allowing herself to step in and take guided action, which was to be a caller, which was to ask the questions and to feel and trust. The answers, both of them trusted them, and they were so, so grateful, and so was I. That's how this works. It is. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow, <it's> <laughs> That's a good one. So uh, let's go back to revisit the topic of the day, which is clearing the madness of uncertainty, which we did we have been doing that and you have been showing us how it works and how we can um do it ourselves by following those uh, easy well yeah easy steps that you show us is where do we feel 
the emotion whenever something triggers us. So mm -hmm. then what do we do with that? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I love you so much, Claudia, because you key right in on what a caller or what the audience is really asking for. Me on my end, I live that same space, but, you know, doing it for so long, it just falls out of my mouth for clarity. And I had two clients yesterday. Both of them were very amazing, young women, Hispanic, and both had very similar upbringings. Both had fathers that drank a lot and mothers who struggled to make ends meet when the father was working but then pretty much took over the majority of any profit that they were making because he was in pain. The pain of being in this country of not being able to speak clear English or whatever other uh, limiting factors that were coming in when a person comes into this country. And then <laughs> now both of them have the same challenges with relationships, both having relationships that they keep, they'll step into, it feels really great, and it falls apart. May it be a cheating or uh, arguments or whatever. And so when we allow ourselves to trust and know, because both of them just needed clarity. <laughs> they were so uncertain about where they wanted to be, if they wanted to go back to their country, if they wanted to stay, what are their next partner, what are they going to do? I mean, literally they mirrored each other. And when I was able to tell them without them telling me, I told her both actually about their fathers. I told them about the limiting beliefs that they chose to take in and the uncertainty of relationships. Because think about this. It's so perfect. Think about it. When you have a family that there's so much uncertainty with um, money coming in, where you're going to live, your housing, um, what's next, right? What's next? It's almost like the, the uncertainty of what's next. Then that becomes embedded in your subconscious. Again, the subconscious state runs your conscious world, meaning how you're living, what you're thinking right in front of you, uh, and then being triggered on the subconscious level. And both ladies were being triggered in relationships based off of their father's uncertainty, the fear he's creating in the family. So when you are looking at your life, so um, with Michael, for instance, so he moves a lot, he feels it really good, and then he takes a, the leap, which is amazing for him, and then mm -hmm. the uncertainty of where the job is, how can he find it, where's the money that he would love to lo you know, love again, and then trusting it, trusting that when he stepped into applying as that high-end art dealer, and um, then trusting that it could be really fun and exciting. And then if he takes it a step further, um, if he could probably see the trigger that he had when he lost, um, you know, the commissions and all of that, where was their loss? I hope you're still listening, Michael. Where was the loss in your life when uh, you, mom, you had some loss in your life with mom? Did mom say no a lot? Did you have an opportunity to play trumpet and mom said no because you got a C in math? You know, those kind of things are creating the limiting belief. So if you really, truly want to help yourself and, and, you, and you've had some incidences in your life as a child, 
even though you can say, well, I forgave my mom or I forgave my dad, it's still in the subconscious state that's being triggered by others. So go back to a moment that, oh, mom said I couldn't do that, or dad said I wasn't smart enough, or I got a C and dad took away a trip. (laughs) Then go back to forgiveness, forgiving yourself, forgiving dad, forgiving God, or have yourself source light, whatever you're calling it. Because that's another space that children will reach up and think, you know, why is God doing this to a little kid like me? I just want love. I just want safety. I just want comfort. And then working with that. Now, we all are challenged with doing these ourselves. Because my daughter one time years ago said, Mom, a surgeon can't operate on themselves. And that was a big eye-opener for me. And I went, oh, wow, that's huge. My little kid telling me that. And so I have support mechanisms that I go to, sound healers, energy healers, for when I'm triggered and I'm getting very emotional over it. Because no matter what, I still am the life force that you are. And my body is an emotional being that helps me understand what's going on. But as a master manifester, I also know that I don't allow those emotions to take me on, to own me and run my world. I forgive, I let go, and then I see the glory and goodness out of what is trans- transacting or you know, being transferred to me or through me, right? And then I do reach out. So for each one of you, if there's struggle, if there's torment, if there's lack, you can't get out of it, you go deeper and you can't figure it out, that's what we're here for to take the time to invest in yourself and to stop the merry-go-round or the hamster wheel and say, I just need a little support, a little help, a little platform to stand on, which is an an intuitive healer or an energy worker or sound worker or whatever it is. We are all here to help each other. You just have to choose to step into it. So if I resonate with you or Tina Marie resonates with you or Claudia resonates with you, then come back, step into it, do the work, invest in yourself, allow someone to be there for you and with you. I do it to this day, honey, and so allow yourself to do it too. You don't have to live in the dark night, Sheila, or the dark night. You don't have to feel like you're being overtaken or overwhelmed, Michael. And the rest of you, just truly allow yourself to step into a workshop, to work with an intuitive, to go to a sound healer. We're all here to let it go together. We are one on this planet. Step into it and allow yourself. Wow. And with that, everybody that is listening, remember um, Terry Christine helps you and callers and all of the people that reach her to access love abundance and peace by clearing all the energetic blocks that hold you back so go to her website www.terrychristine.com and join her join any of the um, different things that you can work with with her she has guided programs she has one-on-one teachings group training so much to, to choose from and just like you said Terry Christine it's like uh, yeah, sometimes it's, it's there is a reason why we are so many. Like we didn't, even though we are all one and we believe in the oneness, well, we're living in 
a uh, individual life or, or a mirage of an individuality. But the reason is because that way we can play with each other. We can help each other. We can uh, reach out whenever we don't know how to uh, find the right answer. That's right. And when it resonates, take God in action and step in. Also, you know, over 12 years of this practice, I love to practice, uh, <laughs> and being with the world, technically, I've written a book, so The Secret Power of You. It's found on my website. It's found on Amazon. I sold over 800 copies before I got it on Amazon. It's a simple yet profound book. I teach intuitive development. I help you see your limiting beliefs. I help you get out of the monkey mind. I have simple yet profound techniques in the book. So it's a book that you can go back time and time again. It was endorsed by Don Miguel Reese, who wrote The Four Agreements. I love him. He's amazing. Natalie Medwell, who's co-author of my movies. So it speaks volumes to be able to be loved by others who have been the path to our healing, such as Don Miguel and Natalie and so many others. But allow yourself, my friends. I'm, I'm truly honored and grateful for the opportunity to be with you, Claudia, and to everybody on there. Uh, knowing what you just listed, I do intuitive development. I offer readings. I'm coaching, you know, one-on-one. I have many opportunities. I do local work here. I do community service through Illuminate Festivals um, because I feel, you know, we're all are here to expand and grow. That's our main purpose. Everything else is a choice. We have a certain amount of time to be in this physical body. I chose that I want to have every moment of my breath to live in fun and adventure and to help in a profound way. And so that's why I have chosen to make, offer various different things from, you know, like I said, one-on-one or um, teaching to intuitive development and, you know, the little 25-minute sessions I offer in the festivals and hands-on healing at the Bethesda Fall Cave and so on and so forth. So it's not ego-driven. It's simply love-driven. I want to help in a profound way, so I offer various different ways to be with me and to encourage you to do other things. So I'll be the first one to say, if I'm not resonating with you, that's okay. Mm, I love you. <laughs> I wish you well, and I do want you to live happily ever after. But if I do resonate with you, take action and do something. Join me somewhere, somehow. And, and thank you, Terry Christian. Remember... Terry Christine will be back in May, so put it on your calendars, and we will have her back and enjoy the secret power of you. Thank you so much for being here, and enjoy a beautiful weekend. Thank you, Claudia. I love you, and I love everyone. Thank you. Thank you.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.